Welcome to this episode of the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And Joe, we got to do a big recap of this fight yeah. between Mitchell, Mitchell Sight, and Mo <laughs> Usman. So I got I to gotta ask you, because mm-hmm. I was there for all this stuff and I saw the nonsense firsthand. What are your thoughts on the episode and the fight? Um, this was, this was little Mac versus King hippo in the ring. I let's start with the episode. Uh, I feel like of the two fighters, they made Mo way more likable. Like he was just relatable. He's got the sob story, uh, that he had, you know, his son had, had died at the age of four. So he has this, you know, tragic backstory and he comes across as a very, um, I guess, authentic and likable human being. And Mitch, they really didn't do much of a story for him. I, I feel like they were just like, yeah, he's just going to be kind of loudmouth. And then they they showed a lot of jaw jacking between the two of them, and it was all kind of cringe to me. I don't I don't really get into that uh, uh, pre fight mind game type stuff. When they got into the ring, uh, I was I, I, I'm always excited to watch heavyweights fight. Uh, it's just it's entertaining to me. It's interesting to me. Uh, and Mo is is very much a very well conditioned like fighter. Like he looks good out there. Mitch was just like a big presence, and he was loud, and he was doing a lot of the showboating type stuff. And that's why I kind of relate him to King Hippo. He kept slapping himself in the stomach, like hit me, hit me, and it just reminded me of Punch Out, like Little Mac hit me in the stomach, and the coach in the corner yelling, "Shut him up, shut him up!" You gotta like punch him in the mouth at just the right time, and it stuns him, and then you can go to town on him. And I felt like that's how that fight went out. And poor Mo. The, he's a big dude. He's a very athletic dude, but he does not have very long reach for the, like the length of his torso. And so it looks like he's got these little arms going too. And so that's why I called him the little Mac in that fight. So for me, it was entertaining, uh, but mostly because I had that vision going on in my head for most of the fight. And I really just wanted Mitch to get, to just shut up because I just hate trash talk. You know, so it's, it's kind of funny. I've got two thoughts I want to share that you guys probably didn't see. Number one, Mitch really surprised me with how good he was. Oh, he was good. Like, yeah. He, Comfortable got, in the ring. Of all the fighters I've seen yeah. in the ring, he was the most like he was in his place in that ring. He looked good. Like mm-hmm. he's a good fighter. And I think you're going to see a lot of great things from him in the future if he can keep himself straight. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing with that guy. And and I kind of discounted him. You know, I thought Mo was going to run him over. And then I'm like, oh, shit, like Mo might lose this fight. Mm -hmm. And even though Mo got the decision, I think it could have went either way. Agreed. Like, I think you could have made an argument on both sides. Mm -hmm. That was a razor thin decision, in my opinion. So I just want to put that out there that Mitch surprised me. And I actually had a moment with him. They didn't show it on the show, but like I took him aside and said, listen, dude, when you came in here, like with you running your mouth and being loud and stuff, I kind of thought you were a clown. You really impressed me. Like I shook his hand, you know, like, dude, you, you got this. Yeah. But the second thing they didn't show is Mitch is not an asshole. Mitch is not a bad dude. He's actually got a really good heart and is a really kind person, but he's lived a troubled life. Yeah. And they didn't show a lot of that. Like he, yeah, they didn't talk a lot about that. Like it, it's that kind of like glossed over. You know, he had lived with his dad for a while, and then he lived with his mom for a while, and then it's like, oh, okay. Like, no, he's. 
he's there's been some things there, Joe, with some drinking and some mm-hmm. drugs. Like there's been all kinds of stuff with him. And it's like he hasn't had it easy. Right. And so when you take that into account, he's actually got the ability to be an incredibly inspiring person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm interested to see how he chooses to write his story now. Yeah, I like the way you phrase that too. Exactly. Because this experience on the Ultimate Fighter, like he didn't want to lose. He thought he was going to win. And now that he's lost, what can you do? Yeah. And I really look at him. He is the classic tale of the person that can go either way. He's going to sink back into some bad habits mm-hmm. and never live up to his potential and look back on life and wonder what, you know, what passed him by. Or this may be an incredible learning experience for him and he might turn this into some real greatness. Yeah. And yeah. so that's like what I wish the world could have seen mm-hmm. because him and I had some really good talks. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. I say, is a kind hearted person. It's just, it kind of gets lost in the, you're a bum, you're a bitch, you're a bum, you're a bitch, back and forth, back and forth in the, in the ring antics. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, because the other thing is, is like, man, just focus on fighting. Mm-hmm. Stop slapping your belly and your chest and like turning this into a spectacle. Like just go do your thing. Oh, and that's my thing. But I mean, I'm, I'm also the guy I hate people dancing in the end zone in an NFL game. It's like they're acting like they've never been there before. Like this is your job. You're a professional. You're the height of human performance. Act like you know what the hell you're doing. It shouldn't be a celebration yeah. when you do what you're getting paid millions of dollars to do. It's just my job. You know, I don't, I don't go to the gym to train somebody and then start doing dances all over the gym because I'm so awesome at my job. You know, maybe I should, I don't know, but the, the showboat and stuff to me, it's just like, ah, do your thing. Do your thing. Don't spend so much energy on that other crap. Like do the thing. And, and it's funny. Cause you hear people echo that online. Mm-hmm. People talk about like the there's drama. There's people don't understand how good these fighters are. Yeah. And that's, that's like what I want the world to know was there anything else about this episode that stuck out to you that stuck out to me i don't know and i'm thinking back and and, and i've watched a, an episode since that one um just recently and so you know they, they do kind of blend together a little bit um i can't say there's anything really outstanding about this episode in particular like i said it was very much like okay here's fighter one here's fighter two here's the fight and and it was sort of its own drama you know do you curious about your perspective do you like that because the season this year it seems to be all about fighting and professionalism there's not a lot of house drama would you prefer to see like the behind the scenes house drama like would you like (laughs) this so there's there's two answers to that because one yes because i knew you were in there and i just want to know what what antics you were getting up to uh and two no because like some of that's given you know, I, yep. they, they do a, a decent enough job, I think, of showing interactions of people in the house. This episode, it was what you would kind of think a bunch of heavyweights would be doing in the house. It's just jaw jacking and like picking fights. Um, I, I do think as the as the shows have progressed, the little peaks that they're giving do start to tell a little bit of a story. Like this episode, they talked a little bit about Chantel and, and the situation that she had. And of course, they tease that at the end of the episode of like having to make a decision whether she was going to be able to cut weight or not. Um, so it, they do a good job of planting those seeds. So you can't discount those little bits, 
you know, every time they're showing something in the house, a conversation in the house, there's a little bit of information that they have there. And they have, and we've talked about this before, they have so many thousands of hours of stuff to choose from. I assume that nothing is arbitrary. Nothing is like, oh, we just need a shot in the house, pick it. Like there, I think there's a story being told. And so I'm interested to see as the season progresses, if there's going to be more and more and more opportunity to get to see the fighters, not just as fighters. Yeah. On the other hand, I also really like the fact that like we are seeing them as fighters. We're seeing them in the ring. We're seeing what they're capable of. And, you know, you decide for yourself if you think that this person is a good fighter or not. And if you're going to stay interested in them when they leave the show, win or lose. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, but you're also more of a professional, too. Like you fought. And I don't know yeah. how many people realize that. But like you had a really good accomplished fight career. So I think you're more on the side of the fighting. Yeah. On the sport, you know what I mean? Just the sport of it. I don't need all the the, the behind the scenes drama. Like when you live that, but the, the drama is the same, whether you're in a house full of fighters or a house full of non-fighters. I mean, you put people together, there's going to be drama. There's going to be interpersonal stuff. I'm always interested to see how different people uh, process that, you know, like fighters are obviously going to process that differently than, you know, uh, I don't know who else you would want to see all put in a house. You put, put 12 playboy bunnies in a house. There's going to be a different kind of drama, but there's still going to be drama. And the way that they process that is all going to be uh, specific to those people, obviously. But like this show to me is such a good platform for people to get on and to build a brand. And I don't know if they realize that when they're, when they walk through that door for the first time, if they realize like, like Mitch, he has an opportunity now to create a brand of himself that he can then use to create more opportunities and more stuff, you know, and, and, and you're, you're a perfect example. Having been on season two, you could have completely shut down and become like a, you know, uh, an ex has been right. Uh, regret everything that you didn't get in your life, but like you used it to build the Bobby Maximus brand. You know, you got, you were out of the UFC as Robert McDonald and you were reborn as Bobby Maximus and are now known the world over for the work that you've done. Yeah. Mitch has that same opportunity. If he realizes that and takes advantage of it, what he can build is incredible. Well, what I don't think he knew that coming in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, a, what other opportunity you get to get like 5 million eyes on you a week? Yeah. It's a lot, right? Yeah. So incredible. Well, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. The season's starting to heat up. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting excited watching every episode. I've stayed away from the internet, Joe, because I can't. I was there. I can't read all the <laughs> uneducated idiots making their comments. So I'm glad we uh, we, we kept it real, just me and you. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I, guys, and I've kind of done the same. Because even when, when they announced the, the, the cast, and just looking at, at a 10,000 foot view of all the comments that were coming through and all the little internet trolls who wanted to throw their two cents in. Like, guys, come on. Are you fans or not? Like, what is the deal with fandom? It's the same, like Star Wars fans are the same way. They spend more time bitching and moaning about how things are or how they could have been. Yeah, and it's like, do you like the thing or not? Like, what the hell? you like yeah. the UFC? Do you like the Ultimate Fighter? Is it a good show? Then why are you just constantly coming up with negative shit to say? Yeah, and like you could do it better, right? Yeah. Like that's what I always say. Like, why don't you go make Star Wars here? Yeah. Why don't you go, You're you such know? a fan. Write a new script. I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah. Go nuts. But uh, listeners, if you like this stuff, pump us up. We don't ask for much. We don't do ads. We don't bother you. We don't harass you. We don't fill your inbox with codes. 
just share this stuff with other people and we will keep the recaps coming and have a lot more special guests from the ultimate fighter 30 listen on the show share this stuff or we will flood your inbox with codes we've got them yes yes (laughs) you've been warned (laughs) all right so we will see you for the next episode you're the last of a dying breed.